Hey, it's Jess Massa. Thanks for listening to this episode of WTF Health. All this talk about the future of health is brought to you in part by our sponsors, Transparent, OneDrop, Wheel, Pfizer, Vita Health, Utopia, 120 over 80 marketing, and Bayer G4A. And don't forget, if you want to check out the video version of this interview, head on over to my YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com slash WTF Health. Hey, it's Jessica DeMasso with WTF Health. What's the future health? I am talking to the who's who of health tech and healthcare innovation. And today we are getting the inside scoop, the in-depth story on Happify's transition from mental health DTX app to complete clinical platform called Twill. This is so much more than a rebranding story, you guys. This is like a complete redo of their business model. And here to tell us all about it, we have co-founder and president, Offner Leidner, and new Chief Operating Officer, Megan Callahan, who you guys might remember from Lyft Health. So welcome, you guys. Congratulations on this big move. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. I'm so excited. Us too. Well, Ofer, I want to start with you because like, I am just curious about how this happened, because especially in this climate where it's like digital mental health, so hot the last couple of years because of the pandemic. I mean, I know you guys closed a big funding round in March of 21 uh, in the middle of all of that, continued to build out half of five, but here we are now. And if I look back, I see breadcrumbs of how this has happened to, to change to a platform that handles multiple different conditions and allows DTX and virtual coaching and all these other things to be brought in. But I'm curious to hear about the evolution of this five years in the making. So tell us what happened. How did this happen? Yeah, Jess. So, so uh, we, the transition to Twill is essentially a, a, a making uh, of a five years journey for which we've become Twill now, a digital uh, first clinical uh, platform company that weaves together desperate strands of physical and behavioral health to make healing more intelligent. But if you look at uh, the crumbs of details and the work that we've done, we have uh, been building towards this vision of a clinical platform uh, that centers around a patient journey for several years. And essentially, we've got to the point where all the pieces are built now, and we're kind of ready to talk about it. And we thought that the name Happify, while we love it, and it's uh, served us very well for the first part of the journey, doesn't uh, uh, really do justice to where the company is today and what we're actually working on. Ultimately, the, the the effort that we have been doing with uh, uh, with Twill is essentially we're doing three things in, in this platform. We're untangled, which basically suggests that we, we're living in a very complex ecosystem of digital health and, and care environment. And we think that there's a way to untangle and personalize an experience uh, to make it much more accessible, much more engaging for many and not few. Uh, so that's the first thing, untangled. The second thing is weaving. Uh, which is where Twill is all, all, all coming from as a name. And it's essentially putting together evidence-based digital therapeutics, care journey, uh, platform, well-being products, coaching, and really putting it together uh, to ultimately guide members, patients, users, no matter where you find them. We can talk about that later, but really kind of guide them through clinical uh, uh, journey that is trained with AI uh, through, through this journey to really help them find what they need and get the care they need. So we have been uh, really excited about this. It's been in the working for many years. Those of those of uh, uh, that have worked with us know that we've done much more than kind of a point solution mental health app. But this was just the right time for us to kind of formally become Twill, and we're very excited about this. 
Megan, chime in here real quick. Like, I mean, you're new to Twill, but I'm sure you knew Happify. Were you surprised when they told you what was going on? I mean, this had to be like, I, I would imagine like some sort of like big news to you too, right? This was the vision that I bought into when I took the role, essentially. So they were very far along in this journey. And in fact, you know, some of the some of the press releases, Jess, that we've uh, that we've come out with and we can talk about that a little bit later. You know, um, those customers clearly knew what we were doing and they bought into that vision. So it's it, it's kind of what I signed up for um, and really wanted to come on board and, and help them take the next the next step really in, in, in precision care is is really what we're delivering. I love that. And I think like, from what I understand, I want to unpack this a little bit because there's a lot in the release announcing Twill. And it's like, I, I admit it, I had to read it a couple times because I'm like, okay, there's a lot of pieces to this. It seems like the central piece is this idea of these sequences. So this whole sequences, and this is this platform that unites all of these things together. And you've actually got some great partners who have developed these specific sequences with you. So like Elmeral working in psoriasis, there's a sequence that you've developed with um, Elevate health anthem around maternal care there's a, a sequence around ms with biogen and then a mental health sequence so can megan let's start with you can you explain to me what these sequences are how they work and how they're developed and then over as, as she as you need to you chime in <laughs> yeah think of sequences as a bespoke um configurable um amalgamation of evidence-based digital therapeutics well-being products care communities coaching uh, third-party services, and really what I find the most compelling about it, or one of the things that's very compelling, is also existing customer digital solutions. So we're not going in to an Anthem or an Almoral or a Biogen and saying you have to rip and replace what you already have, the investments that you've already made in, in other organizations. We've developed this so that it's open by design. I think that's really, really important. So it can work seamlessly with whatever you already have. And then, of course, there's certain... Um, there's certain solutions that we're not going to build ourselves, right? Um, so pre, pre-integrating those, having those relationships, and then bringing those um, into our go-to-market. So think of a sequence is it could be, even though there is a, a variety of things you can choose from, it can still look slightly different for every customer because it's configured for their needs and their patients or their members. And over, what would you add to that? Because this is like the core product, right? This is what you're selling now moving forward. Yeah, so I think a core principle to how we organize sequences is around kind of focusing around the patient journey, right? So, so historically in healthcare, we kind of organize around a channel. So are we selling to a payer? Are we selling to employer? And our and endpoint solutions. We, for a very long time, over five years actually, thought that this design will lead into a mess that we are today where people have too many point solutions. They're not utilized. They're not used in the proper, uh, in, in the proper way. And we actually thought that there is a different way to design this journey. Rather than focusing around the channel or the kind of point solution, let's focus around the patient journey. Let's understand where they're coming from, what is the, uh, where they are in the journey, what are their needs, and let's weave in the services that we can provide uh, towards that precision care uh, 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 journey. When we designed that, we kind of took our existing capabilities in developing evidence-based digital therapeutics. We have a care journey uh, uh, platform called now Twill Care. This is essentially all things engagement, intelligent management of the journey in one place. And essentially by combining them both, we are able to move uh, with the patient, with the member, with the user, with the employee uh, uh, across the journey and support them. Now, 
putting the sequences is great, but the question is, as you come to bring those services into the market, how do you put them in ecosystem and with incumbents that already have solutions? And one of the core principles that we've designed this platform is to be sitting on an open API, which basically suggests that if I come to a partner and they have a services, and this could be uh, high-risk care management, this could be a point solution that they really like, this could be anything that they want to add into that journey, it's a seamless API uh, integration that allows us to really kind of uh, cater to the need of that specific uh, uh, client of ours using that framework that we've built for, for, for that patient journey. So it's a very patient-centric approach, um, putting together very sophisticated, intelligent uh, journey management. So understanding what do you actually need what is the information that we can turn actionable now as opposed to go and look for claims data and often miss a lot of what uh, really is actionable in healthcare. So it's about real-time actions, about weaving the right uh, next step for that individual. And then it's about the open architecture, which you know we, we strongly believe that uh, healthcare, in order to kind of uh, fulfill the promise of digital transformation, needs to sit on an open API connected uh, uh, federations of secure data exchange and uh, uh, and journeys. So that that's what sequences. We have four of those that we are kind of focusing. So mental health is one. We have a sequence around um, uh, women's health, maternal health. We have a sequence around chronic conditions, which are MS and uh, auto autoimmune diseases uh, for skin disorders. Psoriasis is where we're starting. That's awesome. I could, can I add to that? So I think one thing that's really important is for all of those outside of mental health, we're really focusing on the intersection of physical health and behavioral health. Um, as we all know, those are highly, highly, highly correlated. So all of that is taken into consideration. And then everything that Over has talked about, it's all orchestrated through clinically trained AI. So within our AI team, actually, of course, we have data scientists, but a third of them are actually clinician, clinicians. So through all of these various solutions, we're assessing and monitoring the patient and then triaging them to the level of care that they need. So it might, maybe it's, maybe it's, Maybe it is, you know, a digital therapeutic. Maybe it's they need to talk to a coach. Maybe they actually need to go out and talk to someone in a third-party service like like telehealth, and they they have a a higher, you know, or more acute need. So I think that AI component is really important to get to that that journey management that that Ofer is talking about. How do the patients interact with this? So like one of the things that I read about in the release that I wanted to ask about is the intelligent healing platform, which sounds cool, but it's like, paint the picture for me. So if I'm somebody who is wanting to go through that, um, the psoriasis sequence, do, am I accessing an app? Is it the Twill app? Like talk me through what the actual patient experience is. Yeah, so, so let's take the psoriasis example and let's assume that you have found us in various ways that... Uh, this, this experience can be accessed. It's a web application, mobile application, and it could be entered from multiple doors, whether you started with the interventions on the therapeutic side or whether it's a care uh, journey experience on wheel care. You would join on the, the experience. We would actually uh, onboard you with several uh, questions that help us really understand where you are in the journey. That particular data, and we've spent years in kind of optimizing engagement, as you may know, our background is in it's in gaming, everything around behavior change, everything around engagement. We've, 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 we've exhausted the way to, to, to kind of optimize, uh, to, to get uh, real usage and long-term retention. But 
you, you onboard the platform, we'll ask you a few questions and then we'll put few, uh, based on what we know about you, we're gonna start kind of uh, uh, offering you different types of care modalities. So for example, if we believe that you need to talk to other patients that are going through the same type of experience, you'll be able to talk to community members that are going through the same type of experience and are in your uh, phase in that disease journey. If you wanna ask uh, questions uh, that, that are more clinical by nature, you can talk to dermatologists, you can talk to dietitians, you can talk to uh, 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 clinical resources that are provided for you for free. And often we found that, you know, the access to care, I just have a question, I have a, a, a flare up in my psoriasis, I wanna kind of figure out if this is indicating that my uh, treatment is no longer effective or this is kind of maybe I'm eating something wrong. You can ask those questions on the platform. We then, based on the information that we have and the engagement that we have, we start weaving the type of solution that you, we can offer you. So for example, often the case in psoriasis, people just uh, lose hope that there's any, any solution for them. So we can educate them about, about the right therapy uh, that they could, uh, could be kind of talking to the doctors and explore. We could uh, put them in front of live coaches that help them kind of move forward their, their goals. All of the decisions about what we put in front of each individual are highly personalizable, machine learning and driven by AI that continuously looking at what is the clinical state of that individual? What do we know about what they're reacting, adhering to? What is the clinical need? What's available for them? So for example, if we determine that that individual needs uh, to see a dermatologist, they have been four years on the journey, they're still seeing and getting uh, um, their, their care by uh, their PCP, we know that this is a manage of protocol. If you're four years on the psoriasis journey, the person that you're seeing is the uh, PCP, that's, that's just a wrong care path. So we will actually suggest and say, hey, you should be talking to dermatologists. Uh, there seem to be indication that that is the best next path for you. So that is kind of the care journey experience and people interact with other members. They read content, they kind of uh, do interventions. We weave in behavioral interventions. If we determine that you need more specific care, uh, we will weave in and bring in our software as medicine solutions, our digital therapeutics. So for example, in psoriasis, we have a therapeutic that is designed to address stress and anxiety. We do know that when you treat stress and anxiety, when you manage better stress and anxiety, your flare-ups will, will, will kind of uh, become better. So there's real opportunities to weave in software as medicine. Now, we don't have all the solutions on our platform. We do not intend to have or claim that all the care is happening on our platform. So in that particular journey, if there is a different solution that is needed, we can weave it in into the care journey of that individual. So really talking about a federation of solutions that are working in that kind of uh, rails of management of that uh, journey, care journey plus uh, digital therapeutics plus uh, precision care and, uh, and an open platform. Is that, is that kind of helpful? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. I am a federation of solutions. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to double click on that one for sure. So like this brings me at this logical point where it's like, and I'm saying this for my audience, who's like, ask them how they get paid. And then they're also like, ask how I can be in the federation of solutions. So I'm kind of on like the fence on which way to go first. But I think what I want to hear is more about for those solutions providers, let's talk about like what, what that whole sequence built out looks like. For, for somebody who may have a solution that's not yours, 
that does want it to be plugged in or that you find and you're like, you know what, this would be a great add to what we've got. What does that relationship in the Federation of Solutions look like? So, so I don't want to get too technical because there's a technical of how do we do that and how do we actually exchange data compliance to HIPAA and others and 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 there's a there's a real kind of uh, technology la- layer that does consent management and multi uh, multi tenant kind of uh, permissions to actually go back and forth between those solutions. But the the a good example would be. Uh, services that require, say, uh, live kind of uh, cl- clinicians, right? We would kind of spend time with this company and determine, or with this provider, and we'll determine what is their solution. Do we think that it adds value into the care? Is it part of the full or the full journey, and does it enhance the patient journey? That's kind of uh, uh, the, the the question. If the answer is yes, we will figure out a way to kind of und- agree on the clinical protocol. What type of uh, use cases will be the use cases that they will handle? What type of data we will hand off when we hand off that patient? What type of consents we need from the user to go and get services? How do we make that transition, which often is the breakage point between all those uh, handoffs, referrals, transition? How do we make it seamless? How do we make it so that the member, user, uh, employee that gets services through a third party through our platform doesn't have to feel the the, the older details again. Doesn't have to tell the the new provider kind of what they've done before on the platform. There, there's a layer of data that essentially managed in in a very sophisticated way and compliant way. Um, and and then we basically agree on kind of you know what's the fee, what's the business model, what's the rates that we're going to do. Uh, what's the exchange? Because we're talking about a handshake that goes both ways. We're handing people into uh, care. There's information that goes back that says this care was effective. The user was uh, adherent to that particular service. If the answer is no, then maybe there's a next level of care that we want to provide. And this is essentially how we we do it. It's, it's okay. simply uh, uh, through partnerships and uh, through technology that is designed to do it very seamlessly. Okay, no, that makes total sense. And I'm glad that you touched a little bit on the rev share model, whatever that's going to look like, in addition to all of those other really important things like data exchange and consent and and what that frictionless journey is like for the for the patient. Megan, I want to ask you now if you can weigh in for us on the other side of the business then. So where where the where the big money is being made in the relationship with the clients that you guys have, like pharma companies, health plans. I don't know if you're gonna be working with health systems in the future. Give me a sense of what the business model looks like for Twill when it's selling into these incumbent organizations that are helping support the creation of these different sequences. Yeah, so there's three major customer segments that we're working in, pharma, health plan, and employer. For health plan and employer, it's fairly typical on a PEPM or a PMPM basis. Um, And then on the pharma side, um, it's more around paying for outcomes in terms of uh, performance that we that we deliver. So, um, you know, we've all been talking about getting to value based care for forever now. Um, but really, you know, we have a very large science team and labs team that does, you know, extensive, extensive research, RCTs, obviously, and our digital therapeutics and all kinds of other things. And part of what we're doing is around HEOR and, um, and, and proving the value of the solution. That's in awesome. Order to, in order to support the business model. So <laughs> thank yeah. you for adding that piece. <laughs> and, and maybe I'll add that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're, you're approaching that individual as an employee, as a member of a health plan, as a 
as a patient uh, uh, or, or as a, um, you know, through, through a pharma or a provider, ultimately uh, we found that there is a need for both, for all of those ecosystem participants to um, engage members, patients, users in a better way, drive a better understanding of what their real need for care is, and, and then drive towards uh, the outcome. And the outcome could be, you know, clinical outcome, could be engagement, could be cost savings, could be a lot of things, could be adherence, a lot of things that the system uh, is designed to deliver. Essentially, we are managing behaviors of patients towards a desired uh, uh, clinical outcome and quality. All right, so Megan, in your new job, let's see, we'll, we'll start with her. What, what happens next? So we've announced this. Okay, so like this is the this is the, the thing that got you. This is what you signed up for. You've got these yeah. four different sequences that are already in market. Like, so what give me a sense of like what's on the roadmap for like the next like couple of years here as you guys scale this up? There's a lot on the roadmap. So as you can imagine with everything that we've talked about, I mean, there's a variety of different directions that we could go. So, you know, sequences is the product. And I think we have a very full roadmap over the next three years to build out, to build out the platform, to build out existing, you know, more products and features around the existing sequences. But one thing I want to make really clear is because of the platform and the way that we've architected it, you know, the four sequences that we have now is 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 not the end game. We will deepen within those sequences, but then we plan on adding, you know, one to two therapeutic areas a year, and those ther therapeutic areas are obviously going to be aligned with where we think healthcare cost is. Um, we also look at different kinds of populations, right? So. Um, teens, for instance, or seniors or women in midlife. So there's various ways that we can add on um, to deepen to deepen the sequences and the value that we provide to the to our customers. Oprah, what about you? What would you add? What's up what's up ahead the next couple of years here as you guys scale this up? Well we want to build a fantastic patient experience, user experience and basically make it a layer that is plugged into incumbents uh, and, and add value because of its sustained engagement and retention. We we really worked uh, for many, many years to drive the retention rates that we have. You know, we have data on cohorts of users that have been on the platform for three years uh, at 25, 30, 30%. So so if you if you onboard the platform today, we most likely third of the people will see them in, in three years, which is great. It's, it's kind of uh, took us a very long period of time to optimize. And, and once we create that, I think that uh, the idea is to, to make healthcare more seamless, more connected and more precise for, 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 for the benefit of uh, the people that, that arrive on this platform. You know, and just if to add on that for a second, because because Ofer and Tomer, our CEO, you know, started in gaming, there's, you know, gaming and social media principles that are really at play here. So I think we've seen a lot of in healthcare over the past three years, a lot of D to C players that are pivoting to enterprise, right? Um, Happify started that in, you know, 20, 2017. Uh, and I think are ahead of ahead of the curve in terms of how to really pair deep, deep, deep engagement strategies given the DSC background. But they, we've been doing it for five years now within the enterprise space. That's incredible. All right, I have to ask because you mentioned it. Over, what happens to Happify? Does it go away? What happens? So, so we had to keep the, the, the some uh, legacy in house. Although, you know, we're super excited about Twill. We think it really, really resonates well with what what we're out uh, to do. But Happify becomes uh, a component of our products. It becomes uh, the wellness application uh, 
that provides uh, evidence-based intervention on the wellness side, but essentially it's become part of a portfolio, which is broader. Twill and sequences is what will be the main products uh, that we're selling uh, over the next few years. But yeah, we love this name. It served us well for a few years, but we think that over the last few years, uh, um, we've done so much more than, than, than just what this name represents. And, uh, you know, I, I had to, uh, have a lot of, uh, restraint, not telling people what we're building, uh, and kind of let them keep thinking that we're doing a wellness application called Happify. It's fine. Uh, but we now got to the point where we ready the whole platform was built and, uh, deployed and we're just excited, uh. Well, you tricked me with your ruse of a very successful mental health DTX that was doing great in the market. Man, you had me fooled. I didn't see this coming at all. <laughs> when I was asking you about what's ahead, I'm like, please don't say develop another business for five years in stealth and then come out with it. <laughs> I think you have your hands full here. This is a really cool concept, and I can't thank you guys enough for both of you stopping by to explain and introduce us to the business side of it and specifically to the, the tech and the patient journey pieces of what's going on with those specific sequences. I think that that's really incredible. I appreciate all the detail there. It really brought that to life for me. So thank you. Thanks. Thank Jess. you for having us. Yes. We'll have to check in with you again when, as things yeah. continue to progress here. So thank you. All right. You guys, Megan Callahan, Ofer Leidner, thank you so much. The, the team from Twill now um, out there changing the way that we do healthcare. For more interviews with the who's who, we're doing the same and building us a better future of health. You can head on over to my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash WTF health. I'm Jessica Damasa and we'll talk to you guys real soon. Take care. Hey, it's Jess. If you're looking for more news on what's going on in health tech, I've got another show airing on this channel called Health Tech Deals. In this one, famous healthcare curmudgeon Matthew Holt joins me twice a week to weigh in on the biggest funding deals, M&A activity, and exits in health tech. Just look for episodes labeled Health Tech Deals.